welcome. You are now listening to the Place Your Name Here podcast. The guy we're speaking right now is me, George. I have an email. If you would like to send something to my email, then you can send it to Place Your Name Here podcast at gmail.com. My Twitter is at Dry Peanut. D R I V E P N U T. At Dry Peanut. Man, I was so embarrassed today. I had to get my teeth clean. And this lady was just playing in my mouth. And I was just spitting all on her face mask all day long, nonstop. I mean, it was so embarrassing. But at least I don't got no cavities right now. At least my teeth are right. So I got that done. I was watching First Take today, and they had Timberland on the show. Um, And Skip Bayless asked him a question. He said this is a question that he asks every rapper that come in the show or come on the show. He asked Timberland, who do he think is the greatest rapper of all time? Which is a very subjective question. But, you know, I guess you got to find something to ask him. I don't think he know too much about sports. So Timberland said, after he skated around the question for about two minutes, he said that he think the two greatest rappers or the, the greatest rappers are the two rappers that are not here today, which is Biggie and Tupac. And then Stephen A. Smith kind of gave him this little look and was about to say something. And then Timberland, he backtracked on his answer. Um, Then he said, oh, it was his boy Jay-Z. You know, him and Jay-Z are boys. So, then it went on and on about how you can't really say who is the greatest rapper of all time because it's different eras and rappers did different things in different eras. I mean, he could have some conviction on the answer, man. But or, or or on the question that they asked him, but you know, you know, whatever. Like me personally, I think Tupac is the greatest rapper of all time. See, I, I grew up in the nineties, and I remember when Tupac was out, and I remember all the East Coast West Coast beef, and I remember that Tupac had shit locked down, man. I mean, I'm just from my region of the country where I was from. I'm from Florida. I'm from I'm from the South, and Tupac was the hottest thing alive out right then. But you know, Biggie had his hits, but that all eyes on me just rolled out from beginning to end. And then when Tupac came out with that hit him up, man, it, it was like nobody wanted to have anything to do with Biggie Smalls, anything to do with Jay Z. I mean, even at, at the time, Nas was a hotter rapper than Jay Z. So, but. It's like he had everybody just hiding in their little rat house. I mean, that's just my opinion. 
I think Tupac is the greatest rapper of all time. I mean, his music, man, it was just way before his time. I mean, if he was to come out with them songs now, it'd still be like like just topping charts. And I, I listened to that Big Smalls record a few times lately, and it was all right, but man, I don't know. It just... Man, it was man. I'm t- when people tell you, man, Tupac, man, he was really like the voice of a generation. And I was in Texas when Tupac came out. I was in Florida where he was out, and he was big in both parts of the country, right over the Florida and Texas. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that people who think Biggie Smalls is the greatest rapper of all time are. Like people from the East Coast, which y'all could get that. You know, it's a whole different type of rap. But that just, like I said, that's just my opinion. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure by now all y'all done seen this video that's going around about this student that's in South Carolina, how she got slung around by this police officer in in the classroom. Well, um, they got an update to the story. It was a girl that was filming it, and she also got arrested. And if you look at the video, and you, I mean, while you're looking at the video, you'll be you'll see like the other kids in the classroom. They just looking, or some of them just putting their head down, like like they don't want to see it or they scared to say something and you you look at the video you wonder like why don't somebody say something well somebody did say something it was the girl she was filming it but uh they didn't catch they didn't catch that on the part that the, I mean on the video that really everybody seeing No one was hurt in Monday's confrontation of the Spring Valley School in Columbia. The state capitol official said the incident occurred after the student refused senior deputy Ben Fields' order to leave the classroom for being disrupted. The incident was captured on cell phones by several students. I know the girl who, the second girl who got arrested, she's out of jail now. I don't know if the other girl is still out of jail, I, I guess the second girl, she had to post bail. She was 18. So I don't know how old the other girl was. I, you know what? I think she did get released to her parents. Yes, yeah, she's, yes, yeah, she did. Cause I know like Florida, they got this law or these rules that if you're a juvenile, you can't post bail as a juvenile. It's up to the judge to release you to your parents. Once you go to court, and I and that, that was that's so messed up because I can remember as a kid I went to the detention center a few times and they got this thing like when you go to the detention center the juvenile detention center you have to either you go home the next day or you sit in that thing for three weeks. It's I mean it's no in betweens about that and it's kind of funny how. You could go in for something so petty. I mean, it could be like small. Let's just say, oh, like stealing a car or a bike or something like that. You go in for that. Nah. I ain't saying, 
But I am saying, I noticed that when I was in the, the black kids always did 21 days. The white kids, you know, they really never did 21 days. I don't know if they felt like going in there, the black kids ain't have like nothing to go home to. I don't know. Don't know. All I know is I went in there a few times every time I had to do the 21 days or longer. I mean, and, and don't plead not guilty because, I mean, nine times out of ten, you're going to be found guilty. And besides the 21 days, you got to do more time. So you, it, it, you can send that thing for some months, maybe like a, a year now as they send you away. And I just seen some white kids going there and with a crime like, man, kidnapping. I mean, I seen somebody actually going there for kidnapping. And he stayed in that thing for a day. And God, I remember that. I was so pissed because we both had to go see the judge at the same time. And he went in front of the judge first. And the judge told me he could go home. I went into the, I went in front of the judge next. I had to sit in there for twenty one more days. I ain't gonna tell you what my crime was, but it wasn't, it wasn't heavier than fucking kidnapping. But anyways, uh, so I'm pretty sure that she's home with her parents right now. I guess the other girl, she was eighteen, so she had to post bail. She had to go to the county jail, so she had posted bail. But she's home with her parents now. Uh, if you seen the video, the video was kind of, man, jacked up. I mean, he just slung her from one side of the classroom to the other side. Like, like he was just throwing a paperweight. And he's supposed to be like some type of professional body, not bodybuilder, some professional, um, what, how I would say it, weightlifter. <laughs> Yeah, I guess a professional weightlifter. Hmm. Yeah, it's cold, man. Real cold. Tonight, we also spoke with the second student who was arrested at the uh, school this afternoon. She says she was taken into custody after just standing up for the girl in the classroom, and she was asking what was happening. She also refused to give anybody the video she shot of the incident, except for News 19's Lauren Thomas. What was your reaction when you saw? I was crying, like literally screaming, crying like a baby. 18-year-old Naya Kenny was in her math class at Spring Valley High when she saw school resource officer Ben Fields forcibly remove her classmate. I was in disbelief. I know this girl don't got nobody, and I couldn't believe this was happening. I'd never seen nothing like that in my life. Like, a man used that much force on a little girl, a big man, like 300 pounds of full muscle. I was like, no way, no way. Like, you can't do that to no little girl. I'm talking about she like five, six. Kenny says her classmate was not participating and was asked to leave the room by her teacher. When she refused, an administrator was called asking her to leave. Officer Fields also asked her to leave the classroom. Kenny filmed part of the altercation on her phone of Officer Fields arresting her classmate. And I was screaming, what the F, what the F, is this really happening? I was praying out loud for the girl and I just, I couldn't believe it was happening. I was just crying and he was like, well, since you got so much to say, you coming too. And I was like... What? And he, would you want some of this? And mm -mm. just put my hands behind my back. Her mother, Doris Kenny, was shocked and upset when she saw the video. My child, and I'm not mad at her. She was brave enough to speak out against what was going on.
and didn't back down and it resulted in her being arrested yeah, that was good man because man if you i know everybody probably seen the video by now and you see them kids they just had their head down just like oh fuck you know basically they had all this fucked up but what can i do and she was the only one who had the fucking nuts to stand up and say something to him you know I, I, she was cussing at the police officer, but shit, hey man, if I was there, I'd be cussing his ass too, man. You may get your hands off that little girl like that. You know, man, go go manhandle somebody else like that, a grown man. Man, that badge, boy. Kitty was charged with disturbing schools. But looking at the video, who was really disturbing the school? Was it my daughter or was it the officer that came into the classroom and did that to the young girl? In Columbia, Lauren Thomas, News 19, WLTX. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Wow, man. Uh, man, people are the worst. Okay, so like, on the internet, you you go you go and you re, you know you look at the story, then you read the comments of these motherfuckers, man. These, these motherfuckers, what they be saying don't make no fucking sense. Like, first of all, the first question that you see a lot of people asking is, well, what could she had did? What did she do to make him do her like that? Which is nothing that she could have did could make him do her like that. Man, people are a trip. Like, this is a grown man. She's a fucking child. You know, children make fucking mistakes. All the time. Okay, so she was being disruptive in class. I mean, you expect that from some kids in high school to be disruptive in class. Okay, she ain't want to leave. She had an attitude. She was pissed off. Okay. You expect that from a kid. You know, kids do that and they move on. They learn from their mistakes. You know, somebody was eventually came there, calmed her down and be like, hey, come on, let's go. She would eventually left. She ain't going to sit in that class all day long. No way. And, you know, besides, he's a grown man. You know, he's a professional. He could have handled that better than what he did. He's a police officer. He could have handled that better than what he did. He could have been a teacher or whatever. He could have handled that better the way he did. And besides all that, he's a resource officer. A resource resource officers are supposed to be the ones that are able to handle kids or be able to handle kids in hostile situations better than what a regular cop can do because you're around kids all the time. And kids, they 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 act up sometimes. You know, that's, that's just the way of life. They, they kids, high schoolers, man. Everybody remember when they was in high school. You know, most of us had that little feeling of rebellion. You know, like, I'm not going to do this. I, I think I'm grown. Nobody can't tell me they ain't feel like that sometimes. If not all the time. Yeah, but he could have handled that way better. I mean, I was, I was just watching this video. of the uh, police officer, they had him lifting weights. So he's a professional weightlifter. Uh, 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 and he 
had at least, I'm going to say about pretty close to, four, uh, it looked like to me, pretty close to 350, 375 on that fucking, on, them, uh, on, the, on that bar. You know? So just think, man. That girl, well, she looked like she weighed at least about, I mean, no more than 130. And he just slung her ass across the classroom like a fucking sack of potatoes. So I guess now he's on administrative leave. I'm guessing with pay. And he can't work in the district no more. Yeah. And like I said, man, people, just the comments they make on this story, you know, Next time she'll know to cooperate. Man, bullshit, man. Bullfucking shit. She, 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 she was wrong from a kid's perspective. You know. The shit she was doing was wrong. But it don't it don't justify what he did. And me personally. Man, somebody should just go and just really just beat the shit out of his ass. Cause if that was my daughter, boy, I, 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 I don't know, man. I'd be in jail, and it won't be for fucking battery either. Just, I mean, that, I mean, when it comes down to it, all you gotta do is picture a grown man throwing your daughter or your child around the classroom like that. I mean, he, he she was in a desk and he flipped the he flipped the desk over while she was in it, snatched the ass out the desk. And I swear, man, just like just like a fucking sack of potato, just slung her across the fucking classroom. The shit was so sad. And I, I remember I, I commented on a couple of guys comments, you know, explaining to them, hey man, she's a minor. You know, she, she, I mean, she, she halfway don't know no better. She know better, but you know, that's the mistake to make at that age. We give her that room, you know, she's a kid. I mean, that's why we label kids minors. Like I was telling the guy, Hey, you know, she's not even able to fucking drink and, and, um, and vote because we don't trust her with the decision to make. On her own. So you got to give a kid that leeway when they do something like this. Because, you know, their decisions ain't the best. But we expect more out of him. Especially being that he's the enforcer of our laws. It's just a sad situation. And he need to be fired. Regardless if he felt like he was right, if half of the country, if, if all y'all feel like he's right for what he did, he still need to be fired because he totally mishandled the situation and he mishandled her. I mean, it's no no reason for him to do what he did. I mean, in that video, she looked like a fucking baby when she was getting thrown around that room. And you know, I'm such a dick because I was in 7-Eleven this morning 
And I seen the police officer, and I asked him, hey, what you think about what happened on the news about that girl? And he basically said, well, she should have approached the situation a little better than what she did. And I basically just, mm-hmm. Just like every time he says that, I said, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's how you feel. And I, it's a lot of police officers, they feel like that. Hey, if you don't listen to me, I got the right to do whatever I want to do to you. And no, you don't. If I don't listen to you, I just don't listen to you. You got the right if I broke a law. See, that's that's what everybody's getting getting mixed up with this. Being disruptive in the classroom, I don't think it's breaking the law. If that if that's a law in South Carolina, they need to fix that shit. Cause breaking the law means committing a crime. And being disruptive in a classroom to me is not committing a crime. Yeah. I got something real quick I want to share with you. So uh, it was like a week ago, I was talking to this guy at the Publix. And he was asking me, hey, um, where's y'all nearest record stores around here? I told him, I don't know. I'm guessing the mall. So then we had we were having this conversation while I was waiting to get my meat from the um the um deli. And we was having this conversation about what killed the um uh, record labels or the record companies. I don't know how we got into it. I guess I mean first he asked me about the um Oh, okay. So he was asking me about the the record store, and I told him I don't know. Go to the mall. You probably can find one right there if there's one there. And then he started ranting about how uh, people be downloading stuff off the internet now. That's what destroyed the record label. And so I had to stop him in his track right then. And I and that's not what killed record companies or hurt uh, artists. Because I'm going to tell you what, I mean, this is my opinion. Like, this whole show is about my opinion. But this, this, is, this is my opinion. Uh, what killed the record companies or the record labels is the $20 CD. Now, I hate when people want to be like, oh, you need to support your artists. Yeah, it's, it's easier to support your artists now because the, the CDs are cheaper than it was back then. But back then, I can remember, man, the last CD that I brought was uh, I think like in 1998 or 1999. It was something I I, I jumped on the I jumped on the Napster uh, tip real quick. Like Napster came out and I was just downloading stuff. I mean, LimeWire came out. I was just, I mean I ain't going in front. I was getting it and I was gonna let nobody tell me not to get it. Uh, but the last CD I brought was let me see. Yuck Mouth. It was either Yuck Mouth or probably was it. It had to be. I think it was. I, I can remember it was even. It was a Yuck Mouth CD, and that thing cost me twenty five dollars. So that's what killed the record companies was the twenty dollar CD, not people downloading 
stuff off the internet all the time. If if the if the prices of the CDs would have been like half of that price, just like especially like how they cost, how much they cost now. I mean, you could get a CD ten dollars, you know, download it off of iTunes, or whatever, ten twelve dollars. Nothing don't cost no seventeen dollars. I mean, nothing don't cost no twenty dollars to, to, to um, get. But trust me, people just tend to forget that CDs costed twenty to twenty five dollars. Just like I was talking about that Tupac CD, I can remember going in as a kid, as a teenager, into the record store to get that CD, and that CD was like twenty six dollars. The double CD, the All Eyes on Me, was twenty six dollars. So that's what destroyed the uh, record companies. Not the people that just wanted to get free shit. You know, man, you push somebody to free. You okay? Put it, put it this way. When people get tired of paying for shit, they gonna find a way to get it free, and that's what happened. People found a way to get that shit free. You know, I mean, they just got tired of paying that high price. You know, and that that's why people the uh, the, the the rappers back then they made so much money, or the singers back then they made so much money because man, just they were hitting you for twenty dollars a pop. I mean, people get. I mean, people are getting mad about that bootlegging, man. Now everybody just said, "Fuck it, we just gonna come out with mixed CDs and basically make money on our tours." I mean, when you when you do it to people like that, yeah, they they get tired of it real fast. I know I did, cause like I said, boy, I was like lying wide crazy. I mean, it was just so amazing to me that you could just go down on the computer and just type an album in, and if somebody got it, and you download that album, man, all you got to do is spend, what, $10? You get a pack of 50 CDs, and that and that's what the messed up thing about it was. So we knew how much how much the CDs cost to, to I mean, how much they they were manufactured for. So cause we're getting CDs for $50, I mean, 50 CDs for $10. So we knew it couldn't be that much. I mean, I guess you put in your hard work to do the album, but yeah. The $20 CD, that's that is what killed the music industry. The $20 CD. Don't ever forget that, man. Don't ever let nobody tell you anything different. Cuz I mean, we were the consumers and we knew that this shit wasn't right. And it ain't just like it just happened like over time. It's like okay, five dollar tapes, and then all of a sudden, CD jumped to twenty dollars. Man, let me see ninety eight. I remember when I started working. The minimum wage was like four dollars and one cent or some shit like that. So this picture just trying to pay for you had to work four five hours to buy a fucking CD if you would if you had a minimum wage job. Yeah. Oh man. So I, I got this list in my email today. Um the the 
what is it? The 31 scariest movies of all time. Guess I'm, I can scroll down this real quick. Okay, I'm going to start from number one. Because this list is bullshit. And this is another thing that people be stuck in their times. And people don't like to move on or move forward. And they always be like, what I did was the best. My era was the best. And my times were the best. I'm going to tell you, man. Okay, number one movie. And I mean, I guess if you was a, a, a horror buff, then you probably disagree with me. But I'm going to disagree with this bullshit right here. The number one movie, 1973, The Exorcist, which is bullshit. I don't think that shit's scary at all, man. I watched that shit as a kid, and I watched that shit, and I just watched it. Nothing. I ain't jumping around. I ain't, like, feel Friday. Okay, the girl was a devil. So, I mean, her head spin. That shit wasn't scary at all. I mean, it was... What that shit is, like... The fucking... Ugh, nah, that shit ain't scary at all. Nah. It's like the boring version of the fucking, fucking cussing team, man. Oh, nah. Now, this was scary... Cause, okay, number two, The Shining. Uh, that 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 is scary. Uh, I can remember watching that shit with my mom. We just sitting in the motherfucking um, bedroom, all of us, me, my brother, and my sister, my mom, watching The Shining, and the fucking two little girls pop up in the hallway. Yeah, that shit is kind of scary. And they got they, the little boy; he getting chased in that little maze. Yeah, that's kind of, that, that is scary. Alright. Halloween, no. That's not scary. Well, no. It's scary, yeah, but it's not the third best. Okay, now, Poltergeist, yeah, that's, that's, that should be up there. That's the number, uh, four. Poltergeist, 1982. And now, Halloween was from 1978. Okay, let me see here. Nah. I remember this shit when I was a little kid, too. I remember, uh, we used to, uh, like, rent movies, like, every weekend, did the shit. Then every, like, basically, like, three three times a week. My dad, he was a real, I mean, he got a, uh, he was real into karate movies, so, he stayed going in and out the uh, the rental place and like we'll grab like what was out the new movie that was out then and plus like something scary because my mom she was in the scary movies kind of and I remember getting this movie we got this and and part two of it is which is the Evil Dead now Evil Dead one that shit was scary I ain't gonna lie how the dude was in the uh, in the woods and how it killed all his friends. Now, Evil Dead 2, that wasn't scary. It was more of a, a comedy. But, and then, you know, I mean, not Evil Dead 3, but they came out with Army of Darkness was after Evil Dead 2. But Evil Dead 1 was, was scary. Um, Number... What is it? 
two, three, four. Okay, number six is, okay, Cabin in the Woods. Now, I've never seen the whole, the, that whole movie. I seen half of it and I fell asleep. Everybody tell me it's real good. And the part that I did see of it, it is pretty good. Uh, but I have, like I said, I haven't seen the whole thing of the whole movie, so I can't really make a critique on. But people, people like it. I was told. I mean, the part I can see, it, 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 they were trying to be funny and scary at the same time. Okay. Now, number seven is Nightmare on Elm Street. I remember going to the movies to see that. That was like the. I think that was the first movie I ever went to. That it was either that or Eddie Murphy Raw. I think this Nightmare on Elm Street was the first movie I ever went to. Just went in and sat in at a movie. I was around like five years old when it came out. Let's see, Nightmare on Elm Street, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, and that should be higher. Cause I can remember that shit really, literally just scared the shit out of me that I couldn't even sleep for about like a fucking week. Um, the birds, yeah, I uh, see that shit every now and then on TBS, but never had the urge to watch that bullshit. I'm guessing it's scary. I know that they were trapped in the house, and there's a bunch of birds. I don't see what's scary about that. When I think scary, I think like something could be supernatural and get your ass. That's why I say scary. Like Jason and 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 Michael Myers, they're not scary to me because all the basically they just some serial killers who's running around chopping bitches up. Okay, that's why I don't consider the I wouldn't consider the birds scary. Like movies like Cujo, I wouldn't consider that scary. It, I, I, when I need to be when I'm when I need to be scared, I just need something that gonna be out of element that could get me when I'm locked in the closet and nobody don't know I'm there but God itself that's that's all that's how that's that's what scares me alien okay now yeah uh yeah that is kind of scary like when I mean okay so yeah uh, I don't know I guess, you know, it is kind of surprising when you go around a corner and a motherfucking alien just pop his head from the top of the roof and bite your fucking head off. Yeah, I guess that you could consider that scary. Coraline, Coraline, I never seen that shit. What is that, a fucking cartoon? Okay, let me read this. In the wolf, it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. It is armily creepy tale about lost children and evil and an evil witch, whom viewers may find more familiar than the cackling hags of old-fashioned fairy tales. What the critics say, there are many scenes and images in Coraline that are likely to scare children. Yeah, it's like a cartoon. Never seen it. Now, Silence of the Lambs, that's not scary. It's suspenseful, but not scary. Um... Night of the Living Dead, yeah, I could say the nineteen sixty eight version. <sighs> um, 
I don't I wouldn't call it scary. The host Damn, I never seen that. Oh yes I have. Yeah, that's that is okay. Nah. Hold on, I'm I'm trying to I'm coming back up to this one because I wanna see if the other one that my two scariest movies are on here that when I seen it the first time okay when I seen the first time I couldn't watch the whole fucking thing. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna read this list from top to bottom. Uh, number one, The Exorcist. Number two, The Shining. Number three, Halloween. Number four, Poltergeist. Number five, Evil Dead. Number six, Cabin in the Woods. Number seven, Nightmare on Elm Street. Number eight, The Birds. Number nine, Alien. Number ten, Coraline. Coraline. Number eleven, Silence of the Lambs. Number twelve, Night of the Living Dead. Number thirteen, The Host. And number fourteen, which I think is scary as fuck, and this shit probably should be number in the top five to me, is The Ring. That shit is scary, man. And and y'all don't find anything scary about a fucking person watching a videotape and the person watching the videotape watching a girl crawl the fucking well then crawl out the fucking TV and get their ass then hey man y'all tough as fuck this one and it's, a, it's one that they don't got on the list that I think is real scary too and the reason why I bring this one up too because they both Japanese or they both were original originally Japanese movies uh, the Grudge, man, that shit is scary as fuck, dog. I don't know, man. I remember, uh, actually, I watched The Grudge and got fucking scared, and started watching The Grudge too and got scared and couldn't even watch the whole fucking thing of The Grudge too. Cause I was sitting in my front room around one o'clock in the morning trying to watch Grudge too, and I just said I turned that shit off. And I told I told myself I watch that shit in the morning time when I wake up, or me and my old lady go watch that shit together, man. Yeah, the ring and the grudge. Yeah, those the two. Those should should be on the top five. And I say like my top my top five would be the ring or grudge, not in any particular order. Let me see, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Hellraiser, which is scary to me. Uh, let me see one more. Uh, oh, Candyman, which I don't see on this fucking list. Yeah, those would be my scariest movies. Uh, let me see number fifteen, Saw, which is not scary. That shit gory as fuck, but it's not scary. Uh, sixteen, The Orphanage. Haven't seen it. Uh, seen uh, number seventeen, the fly. That's not scary. Come on, man. I guess you gotta put something old in the Nosferatu, a symphony, a symphony, a symphony of horror, nineteen twenty-two. That's not scary. I know that shit. The cube. Really? I remember that. 
It was, it, I guess. Black Swan. Never seen that. 2010. I, I guess a lot of that shit on Netflix. Man, I gotta check out some of that shit that I haven't seen yet. That they saying scary. The Chainsaw Massacre. That's not scary, but it's it's uh fucking gore gory as fuck. All they do is chop bitches up left and right in that thing. Yeah, the Hellraiser. Okay, they got the Hellraiser in here. I remember that right though. That thing was scary. The Fiend. Which okay. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. Could be scary. Now, twenty eight days later, was I that. I don't think that was scary because, nah, that, to me that wasn't scary. That's the one where they were trapped in the, uh, trapped in the town and, like, the vampires or something, like, like, they have, um, I, I, I remember that. I don't think that was that scary. They just trying to get away. Carrie, which wasn't scary. I mean, the end, to me, Carrie is boring. I mean, basically, they, 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 this girl, she got problems. She go to school. They pick on her. Born, born, born through the whole movie. Born, born, born. Mom speak, born. Kids fucking with her, born. Get taught to go to the prom, born. Go to the prom. Get tricked. Win the prom, boring. Then they tricked her ass, pours pig's blood on her, and she go crazy. Excitement. You know, so all that shit to get to the end, basically. You know, so I don't think that, nah, that's not scary. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh, come on, man. That again, crazy. The Sixth Sense. That's not scary, but that shit's suspenseful. The Old Man. Uh, that was kind of scary. I remember that. I ain't gonna lie. Blair Witch. Kind of scary. The Hunting. Mm. Never saw it. Okay, they do got Candyman on here. Yeah, that shit. I, I'm telling you, Candyman was scary. So Candyman is the 31st, the last one of, of all time. So my top five would be The Grudge, The Ring, let me see, Nightmare on Elm Street, Hellraiser. No, I, I put Candyman, then Hellraiser. So those are my top five scariest movies. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Well, um, but whatever. Yeah, like I said, a lot of movies. Yeah, they they ain't really get me. again is place your name here podcast at gmail.com and my twitter is at dry peanut and let me 
Uh, email place your, place your name here podcast at gmail.com Twitter at dry peanut oh um uh, at dry peanut d-r-i-b-e-p-n-u-t uh, you can also get my show on Stitcher and iTunes and Podbean so please download it if you can uh, what else I think that's about it I, mean, I hope everybody out there Stay healthy with no problems. You no. Know, realize that life is really life really is short and just try to enjoy yourself while you can. And hope everything um but turn out good for you. My name is Peanut. I'm out.